This is Ali Ciardo, and this is Photo Field Notes, stories and inspiration from professional photographers. This is Ali Ciardo, and I am talking with Sherry and Mike Vallelli from Vancouver, and they are the geniuses behind Sherry Lee Photography. So I want to hear, just start at the beginning, why did you want to become a photographer, and once you decided that that was what you wanted to do, what happened from there? Well, my journey with photography started um, probably 10 years ago when I went on a trip with my dad, um, with my family to um, the Maritimes and I got to use his old Canon camera and I really just fell in love at that moment with photography and it's been quite the journey since. I ended up not going to school to do anything related to photography or fine arts or anything with that. As is I actually common. went to school. <laughs> yes. Um, I went to school to be a youth worker. So in the kind of social services end of things. And um, yeah, I, I didn't stop shooting though. I actually, my mom and dad bought me a camera and I started with film and I would shoot anything and everything whoever would let me photograph them. Um, I bugged the heck out of my friends asking them to do <laughs> photo shoots. And I just, I practiced, practiced, practiced. That was a huge part of the, the start for me. Um, I just wanted to learn everything and anything I could about my camera so that I could really be the best artist that I could be. Um, so after school, I ended up, you know, working for a photographer um, a little bit. And um, from there, I actually went into a full-time position as a youth worker. Okay, wait, wait, back up now. So you worked for a photographer. What did you do for the photographer? Were you second shooting? Were you assisting in the studio? What were you doing? She had like 10 jobs at the time. Gotcha. So... <laughs> like, that was just one of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I worked for, um, she was a studio photographer, so she owned a, like a big studio in the town we were um, living in at the time. Um, so it was a lot of, I was just her assistant on shoots, I would like hold the flashes, the scrims, the reflectors, um, make the kids laugh, that was kind of my job. And then I was also part of like um, doing all the dry mounting and the framing, um, so I kind of did just about everything there. Good learning experience. It was a great learning experience, and I did learn that um, that style wasn't, although she was amazing, that style wasn't really who I was, and I felt like studio photography was, especially that one, was very much in a box, and so I, it was a great learning experience for me in the fact, like, I... Technically, like yeah, technical aspect, right? Technical aspects, and then I also just learned what I wanted to be as an artist and what I wanted to do with photography, so I am very much appreciative for that job for just being able to figure that out. So, so yeah, that's what I did um, when I worked with that photographer. But then I started to get my own weddings that summer. And so working with her in the studio didn't really work with shooting my own weddings. So I ended up having to move on from that job. So were you simultaneously then shooting weddings and then you went back into the nine other jobs? <laughs> All right, yes. let's go from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I ended up taking a full-time job doing youth work, um, which I did really love, but I also, my camera didn't sit on the shelf. I was still shooting on the weekends or whenever I could. Um, and then we decided to make a move to Vancouver, which, um, was a really significant, what's the word? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Time. Turning point. 
it was a very significant turning point for our business um because I felt like when we moved to Vancouver it was kind of like a new start for us and it was kind of re-evaluating what we really wanted to do and at that time I really discovered that photography was really what I wanted to do although I loved youth work um, there was just something that I knew that was inside of me that needed to do photography and so at that time we you know figured out how we could make it work and um, I started to second shoot for um, a photographer here in Vancouver and it's a husband and wife team which was really great because Mike and I had started talking about bringing him along um, in the business because at this point it was kind of just my baby um, and he would like you know come on shoots with me and carry my bags and entertain the kids that's about it I did I was a guy that I'm like I'm actually like I'm a b-boy like a break dancer so um it no fitting way. good for entertaining kids <laughs> no. I, yeah so I just like she'd be like Mike go stand on your head or something and then all the kids would be all over the place and then I'd stand on my head all like yeah beamed right <laughs> in <and> just stared <laughs> so worked out pretty good but so how did you make that transition when you were kind of doing some weddings and doing some things before and then you completely uprooted yourself I think I always believed in Sherry more than a little bit more than she believed in herself initially because she would always shoot weddings on the side and be this and I'd be like you just gotta go for it like come on go for it you know you can do it at this point not thinking that I would be involved in it either aside from just supporting her but yeah I think just with the move to Vancouver and just stepping outside of the comfort zone and stepping out of the box uh, being in a new inspiring city uh, with, you know, just like the environment and just that kind of freshness just sparked something inside of her that she would, she finally got it, that she was like, I can do this. I, I can do this. I, I want to do this. I need to do this. This is who I was created to be. Boom. I'm going to go for it. You know, like so. It. And I think that that philosophy of kind of not wanting to get too comfortable, that's that's where entrepreneurship comes from too. The willingness to go out there and try something that's definitely not the easiest path, but it's an adventure and it's fun. Right. Yeah. I guess for me, like to give a little background on me photography wise, you know, like I just, uh, I, I just started shooting with Sherry since we moved out here. Really. It was, I was going along with her, carrying her bag, stuff like that. And then, uh, but it was funny because I used to, way back in the day when I would hang out with my friends and we go on road trips and everything, I was always the guy that would buy a little handy cam. I never had a good camera. I just would buy a little handy cam disposable. And I was always a guy snapping a few photos of the thing. And I remember Sherry was going through my photos one time when we were just dating and she found this one photo and she ended up blowing it up and it was the biggest picture in her house. It was great. One of my photos. So uh, <laughs> anyways, so I guess it's something that I always had inside of me that I never really knew I had too. So it was kind of cool that, now Sherry stepping into that and going forward is kind of like me supporting her dreams kind of almost pulled something out of me that I'm like, hey, I, I actually really enjoy this too. So um, it was probably a couple years ago when we were out here, Sherry got a new camera upgraded. And so I got the, I got the old camera and we were at a wedding and I had my regular job carry the bags. But she's like, take this camera and take some pictures while you're at it. And she had showed me some of the technical aspects. I don't even know how to shoot automatic because she hasn't even shown me. I only know how to use the technical stuff because that's my, she's my teacher. Um, and yeah, I guess I got some really good shots and she was like, Mike, look at these shots you got. And I was like, wow, really? I took that? She's like, yeah, you did great. Like, and I was like, oh, 
awesome. Maybe I do like this. This is cool. <laughs> so it's been super fun just doing that together um, and walking this. I don't just have to carry the bags now. I actually get to go along and I have a good camera myself too. It's great. And I can tell just from talking to the two of you that you are fun. I'm sure you're fun to work with or to be, you know, to have photo shoots with. I can just tell you're a good time, especially if you can stand on your head. Uh, <laughs> so going back, so Sherry, you were second shooting once you got to the city. What happened from there? Do you think it was just kind of a slow progression as you got into the city, made connections, built your reputation? Was there, I always like to ask, was there ever an aha moment for you where you felt like, I'm doing this? Or was it just kind of this slow and gradual where you kind of look back and you're like, okay. I think from from my end, watching watching Sherry, I feel like she's constantly having these aha moments um, in this whole journey because of this of building this business and everything. You know, she'll, she'll go out for lunch with somebody and then she'll, you know, or someone will want to meet up with her to talk, to, you know, like where she was at two years ago, where she would want to meet up with a photographer, like, a, you know, to, to just kind of meet them and get some, get some information and some feedback. Well, now we're finding that's happening to, to us sometimes. So, you know, like just little things like that seem to be uh, all the time. Hey, I think, I think though, when you were shooting, probably when you were shooting with Riley and Miranda, when they actually like, when you shot the couple weddings with, with them, and then they actually wanted to hire you on all the whole time. I think that was a big moment, hey, when you were really like, wow, these are very successful Vancouver photographers and I'm not just a fill-in for them. They actually they actually want, like they actually wanted Sherry to shoot with them as a second shooter, not just as a fill-in. I think that was probably from talking to you. Hey, mm -hmm. what do you think? Definitely. That was a huge, um, yeah, it was just a huge confidence booster for me just to know that I I can do this and I can be a, a successful photographer in Vancouver, um, you know, where there are tons of photographers and I'm the newbie and how do I get my foot in here and how do I, um, yeah, get jobs and be able to do this full time. And so I think that was a confidence booster for me, having somebody who was like, who is successful in Vancouver, you know, believe in me really, which was really huge. Right. And just like we have our successes and we all have our kind of aha and great moments, I think that everybody has their challenges. And of course, in the world of online chatter, everybody's always exuding kind of the confident part and the great juicy stuff of what they're doing. But have you ever just had moments where things are just hard or a challenge that you've had to come out, you know, get over? And how did you deal with that? For me, the biggest challenge was my, my fear issue of being of taking risks and just going for something I'm a very I like to plan things out I like to know what's happening I'm not a very like jump off the cliff and see what's going to happen type of person and so I feel like my biggest challenge as a photographer was getting over the fear of like what's going to happen and I feel like that was a really big moment for me in really stepping out and being like, no, I want to be a photographer. And in order to be a photographer, it's going to require taking risks and um, not knowing what's ahead. And I think that was a really, a really changing moment. Mm -hmm. Probably. And when you probably quit your, uh, your comfortable full-time job, Hey, it's, it's actually, it's kind of funny, I guess, I guess for challenge wise too, another big one for us and, and for me in particular, like for Sherry, it was 
it was like stepping out and stepping off the edge and like quitting her full-time comfortable job that she was educated for and going for this dream and this business and this thing that she didn't know how it would look, didn't know how it would, didn't know anything. But then for me in turn, um, we agreed. Cause I, <laughs> what I used to do, I was, I was a dance teacher. Um, I did some background in movies here, uh, just a lot of random stuff. I've always been that guy, like just do a lot of random things. So in order to support Sherry and stepping off that, I had to do one of my fears, which was get a solid nine to five job. Just <laughs> <laughs> where I'm working every day consistently. I found a great job and I do love it. But, um, you know, like a Monday to Friday day job for this guy here, not that, that for me has been a big, um, a big challenge, I guess, to just do that. But it's been cool. It's been really good. It's, it's been good for me, but it's been really good to see Sherry grow and be able to support sherry and her dream and at the same time build our dream together and i now we're running into kind of a new challenge where it's like sherry's a little almost overloaded with work now um to the point where like i'm shooting with her but like you know some of the extra work the editing the office work building the business and uh where she could start to really use my help but now i'm in, i'm in the <laughs> one so who knows we might have another we might have another uh little ledge to jump off of pretty quick here but I'm good with that. I don't know about her, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, tell me a little bit. Let's yeah, let's so. spin off a little bit about just the business in general. Have you found when you initially started the business and realized that there's more to the art, there's actually a business to be run here and books to be balanced and taxes to be paid and whatnot. How was that for you? Was that difficult or did you lean on others for support? Um, it was, that's been still the most challenging part for me is the transition from doing photography kind of as a side gig to now being like a full-on business owner and the challenges of like balancing the shooting and the editing and um, the bookkeeping and everything that comes along with running a business. I have felt a little overwhelmed not really knowing what I'm doing but I have I, I do have a good support system. I have built some really great relationships with photographers here in the city. And I do feel like um, I'm able to ask questions. Like we did a mentor session with one of our like favorite photographers. And we learned a lot um, from just even doing that on how to run the business aspect of things. So I feel like we're not quite there yet. We're still... Still working through we're it still all. Working still figuring through it. all that stuff out, but um, but yeah, I feel like we're getting closer to balancing the business side with the art side because the art side is obviously like my favorite side, but I understand that the business is what keeps the art going, and be for me being able to keep doing the art. So I will say though, it has been fun, and I do notice um, as as Sherry's you know gotten more into the business side of it. She gets excited about some of the business stuff. Like even I think it was just a couple of days ago. She's like, I love running my own business. Like, so, you know, you can start to see where she's feeling more comfortable with it. And we're, we're starting to learn, you know, all, all that, the ins and outs. Um, but yeah, I guess like advice on how to get through that. Probably the biggest thing would be networking with people. Um, there's, I mean, I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but the, the community of photographers here in Vancouver is fantastic. Um, it's not a competitive market. It's very, I mean, there's a lot of photographers, but very willing to help each other and just help the whole community grow. So um, it's, I mean, there's a lot of work to go around, right? So 
it's it's been great um you know like just just seeing that and having that sort of support system and my biggest advice would be connect with people for sure like that's that's what's going to get you through you know to have people lean on and when you're when you're down to help pick you up so yeah well you've answered my next question already which was do you have any general advice for people so i guess that's it is just networking and and having that support system and the fact that you just you really can't do it alone so do you have any other i guess general closing words of advice to give everybody my big one would be just stay true to yourself as an artist i know one thing that i really struggled with when i kind of first was starting out was i was really confused of who i was as an artist because i focused so much on reading people's blogs and seeing other people's work and i i found myself kind of overloaded with like well I like this style but I like this style and I kind of lost who I was as an artist by focusing so much on what everyone else was doing and so I would say my one of my biggest pieces of advice would just be to stay true to yourself and who you are as an artist Mm -hmm. and that's what's going to take you to the next level and going to build your business is when you stay true to yourself because when I did that honestly that's when things really started to shift for me in my business. So Um, I think like your business should really be a reflection of who you are, um, who you are as a person, um, you know, and we want our business to be a reflection of who we are as people, who we are as a couple, um, who we are individually. We want our business to show that. So like as a business and as a business owner, you know, I would really say uh, to all the business owners out there, be real with who you are and let your business, let that shine through your business because um, actually for that mentor session we get to we went to we got a great piece of advice and it was that you're the best at being you so be you like don't try to be anybody else and don't worry about other people trying to be you either at the other on the other side that's why like don't get competitive with it and don't worry about other people you know like you have a photo and then someone else has a photo that looks just like yours well don't worry about it you're the best at being you you be you and you know and then it'll be great Yeah, that's really interesting because I think almost 100% of the people I've talked to so far have had some kind of form of that same answer. And I, so I think that it's very common. There are a lot of people out there who struggle with this or who have at one point struggled with this. So it's, I mean, it's something that I think should just be hammered again and again, because clearly people when they start out, I was the same way. I read a lot of blogs. I was like, Oh shoot, I'm not doing it right. I, I, you know, maybe I should do this. And and I was just like changing all the time. And I think that by taking a step back and finding inspiration on my own, I finally feel like, okay, I'm myself. I have my style. I don't need to look at others. And I think that it's just, it's something people need to remind themselves daily because it's very easy to fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. So on closing notes, do you have any I'll say, I usually say book to recommend, but I'll say readings to recommend because it doesn't have to be a book. It could be a magazine, a, something you listen to. It could be anything. It's funny because I'm not a reader and I really wish, that's like my one thing I really wish I was, is I love, I'm so jealous of people who can like pick up a book and go read it in one night and not put it down. I'm so jealous of those people, but I'm not one of those people. And I've come to grips with it, and I try my best to be a reader, um, but I'm just not. <laughs> but I would say the one book I have bought this year, but it's got majority pictures and some words, is Jose Villa's Fine Art Wedding Photography book. Yeah, how is um, that? 
It's amazing. Well, first of all, I love Jose so much. I respect his work and his art, and I think he's done so much for the industry. And Jose V has been, he's open in the book about just sharing um, the whole process, like how you connect with clients, how you shoot in low light, how it, like he basically is just an open book and has really transparent. Sh- transparent. He really has shown, he really has shown his, his art to the world. And it's got lots of pictures in it, lots of eye candy. It's beautiful. It's well-written. And so that would be <laughs> the one and only book I'd recommend because it's pretty much the one and only book I've ever read. <laughs> well, perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I would say probably, um, I really like biographies. If I am going to read a book, I love hearing about people's stories that have done great things in this world and have taken life and just really grabbed it and just ran with it, you know? So that always inspires me. Um, You know, like I said, it doesn't doesn't really have anything directly to do with photography, but it kind of does because as a photographer, you're taking your passion and you're going for it and you're running with it. And so I love stories. Um, So biographies of people that have done that in the world. So, um, yeah, I guess for me that on a serious note, that would be book wise. That's great. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be about photography. I think that people should be experiencing and looking at things outside of just photography anyway. So that's good advice. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks. If you like what you heard, I'm currently supporting this podcast through listener donations. So head on over to photofieldnotes.com. And if you want to support what you heard and hear some more like it, give a little bit and we'll keep it going. Thanks for the support.